Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. This is the Soho Radio Podcast, showcasing some of the best broadcasts from our online radio station, right from the heart of Soho, London. Across our music and culture channels, we have a wide range of shows covering every genre, along with chat shows, discussions and special broadcasts. Here is just one of our recent shows. To catch the full show, head to our Mixcloud page or listen live at SohoRadioLondon.com. Well, welcome to the January version of the Mail Express radio show. Rita's in Accra. Hello, Rita. Hello, Max, and Happy New Year to you and to all the people who've tuned in for our first Malimu Express on Soho Radio of 2021. Yes, certainly. certainly. And that was a fantastic track to start with, if I may say so. Um, so uh, it's called uh, Molokane. Uh, well, it's Molokane, close your eyes and listen. I have all this right writing here, but tell us about Santhang Soweto very briefly. Just a, a wonderful musician. He's, it's all about vocals for him, as you could tell, but he's got such a great voice. He used to be in the band The Soil, um, who were like right up there in South Africa, um, vocal groups. Um, he went, left and um, to find himself and, and, and kind of uh, find his own niche. And I think he's doing that beautifully. If we have time, we'll play some more of him. That would be great. But, but right, right now, now, yeah, yeah, it's the end of space, the beginning of time. Makanda. Anything you oh, want to say? Okay. Yeah, well, first we listen to Monkey Boy by um, Ibaku from Senegal. But uh, now it's Woods of Solitude with Pierre Quenders coming up. Colossal track there. Uh, Frank Biong um, on his forthcoming album, Radio Masoda, and that was Oladipo featuring Tony Oladipo Allen. Um, and if we were doing a little quiz, we'd say, guess who that tune was about? <laughs> you could. <laughs> Wasn't that just a sumptuous track? It just brought so many different elements together. I and as you were saying um, when we were listening um, just now, it is so danceable, absolutely fantastic. Frank has really um, pulled it off this time, if I can say that, if I'm allowed to say that. Um, I think that, um, I think people do say things like that. Um, <laughs> but uh, I noticed actually we haven't mentioned your mother's cocks yet. Well, you know, just before we came on air, he was just going for it growing he might have tied himself out but you never know you never know the sun is shining he might be feeling a little bit way a little bit whoa yeah um but back to frank beyond um he he you know he's cameroonian um and we played him when we did a mwalimu express uh, cameroon and as we were listening you said well the guitar sounds so uh so Congolese and then I remembered that um, Blick Bassi who was our guest on that Cameroon Malimu actually pulled it all together for us saying you know it's all about you know the borders and who drew up the borders that they, they have so much in common um, the Cameroon so with the Congo with Nigeria so there are so many influences um, that, that that kind of converge in this one country. I mean, no wonder they're always like punching above their weight. Absolutely fantastic. 
Oh, and Max, before we um, go on, the track before Oladipo was Woods of Solitude. And um, I did say it was Pierre Quendas, and it was from his magnificent album, If Nobody, Nobody Knows About This Guy. And I think he's just genius. He's Congolese um, living in Canada. And the album was and is called Makanda at the End of Space, the Beginning of Time. And at once you hear the uh, thumb p piano on uh, tracks, you know, the Mbira, and then suddenly it goes prints and it's all really effortless. Yeah, I, I, lo I love the way the whole... Sorry, so I shouldn't have interrupted. Mm -hmm. Say it again. <laughs> I was just saying, if you haven't checked this guy out, do. Yeah, absolutely. I love the way that the kind of music, um, it, it was like it was sort of molten music in the background. It was, they, they obviously put it through some kind of effects or synth and it, it, you kind of, the whole track was pulsing underneath him. It was amazing. Mm. Um, and uh, one more thing about Frank Beyong's Oladipo. Um, if you thought that the drums sounded a lot like Tony Allen, guess what? That was Tony Allen. And as Rita said to me while we were listening to it, there he was playing on his own tribute record. Uh, she said it was a bit like turning up at your own funeral. I preferred that it was a bit like reading your own obituary if it's published before you die. I think that's a good thing to do with obituaries, actually, don't you? Then everyone knows what you think of them. Well, maybe not. It kind of depends what the obituary says. They, they say, give them the flowers while they're alive. So why not? Yeah, really? exactly. So yeah. there we are. That's a thought for everybody every, all over the world from <laughs> the Moilimo Express radio show. Why not? Why not? Now, we're going to we like this Frank Beyond Radio Masoda album so much, even though we can't give you a precise date when it's coming out sometime this spring and uh, the British Prime Minister recently redefined when spring was, so it could be any time. Um, but anyway, here's well, a, we're going to get him. We're going to get him on when he finally releases this. Um, but the main thing about Radio Masoda is that it's a tribute to Tony Allen and to Manu Dubango, who we lost. In fact, he was the first like uh, major star to succumb to um, COVID. Um, and so this next track that we're going to play... Well, 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 is... hold, hold your horses, because I'm afraid the studio oh. runner, the studio runner, I, I sent her to, to get the track from our fabulous library, and she's disappeared. It's because it's lunchtime, and well, it can't be because the pubs are open, because, of course, the pubs aren't open. They're um, not. Anyways, look, instead of that, um, we'll, we'll play that, the track after next but the next track i feel should be um so it there's a lot of uh rather old um music from all over africa being re-released um as ever you know it's been a trend the, the the kind of people who go around and dig the record crates all over africa um are still at it and doing a, a wonderful job. And this is from Ostinato. That's the label. Um, they're putting out an album next month called Super Somali Sounds from the Gulf of Tajura. And they're all by this band called Four Mars, which I'd never heard of before. Had you, Rita? No, I absolutely. You know, this is a bit of a revelation um, for me okay. because we are always learning. But carry on. So this is uh, Darur, or The Rain Didn't Come, by Four Mars. That Frank Beyong knows how to produce a record, doesn't he, Rita? That's um, from Radio Masoda, uh, another track, Cabasele Kingdom. Tell us about it. He, he's absolutely awesome, and um, I'm... People probably thinking, hang on, she said that this record was a tribute to Tony Allen and Manu Dibango. And yet this track is um, called Cabaselli. And it's, but it's, and Cabaselli, of course, was Le Grand Maitre, you know, Joseph Cabaselli, who gave us um, independence, cha cha cha. He was just huge, one of the art 
the architect of um, uh, Congolese uh, music, Rumba. Uh, but he back also, in the fifties. I was just going to say back in the fifties to yeah, late forties, fifties. Yes, that's right. But it it was him who grabbed the very young Manu Dibango, and and if you know at the start of that record. You'd think it was Manu Dibango singing. I mean, that Frank Beyond is something else. He's su such a shapeshifter. Um, he threw Manu's voice out there at us. But anyway, Cabasele um, nurtured the, the, the young uh, Manu Dibango, who also then became one of the architects of uh, Congolese music and one of their chief producers. Um, Again, it's just so beautifully put together and so methodically and surprisingly uh, thought through. So, Frank, we're going to have you on as soon as you are ready to release this new album. Yeah, so um, keep your eyes... Max, are you there? I, I am. Can you hear me? I can hear me. Uh, yes, I can. That's good. Um, that's good. Now, you may be wondering why we're spending quite a lot of time saying, can you hear me? In fact, we're doing much more of that while the records are playing. And that's because I am and broadcasting from home and Rita, that's in Oxford, and it goes straight to the fabulous Soho Radio, um, uh, where Giles, our producer of the day, is broadcasting it out to a wider world. But Rita is in Accra, in Ghana. So um, how are things in Ghana? Well, I've been here for quite a while, haven't I, Max? Well, yeah, I haven't, um, I haven't seen you for nearly a year. In fact, it's a year this month since we did our last uh, live gig, uh, Mualimu Express gig, at uh, Rich Mix uh, over wow. there in, near Brick Lane because... That's actually what the Boilimo Express is, a live African music family afternoon. Um, but at the moment, it's just this fabulous radio show <coughs> with the coughing Max. Yes. Mm. Now, did that sound like a dry cough? Well, anyway, yes, I'll, I'll, I'll let you um, get rid of that cough. And yes, indeed, I am still in Accra. And I, I must admit that I postponed my ticket yet again. I haven't been here for a whole year. Um, I've been here since uh, December and I was due to come back next this Tuesday coming. But with the news I'm hearing over there um, in the UK, which is scaring me, scaring the living daylights out of me, I just thought, well... I'll, I'll, I'll just postpone coming back for a little while longer. Now, it's not all fun and games over here because although the numbers were very, very low, the active cases, um, since Christmas and since people have been coming over and having street parties and just um, having a whale of a, t a time thinking that we've beaten COVID, that Africa has beaten COVID, the numbers have started rising. So we've got to um, pull ourselves together and um, get protected. So, but uh, otherwise, everything is pretty much as normal over here, really. Um, maybe, maybe it shouldn't be that way, but um, it's hot, there's lots of fresh air, and although I haven't been to any gigs lately because I'm trying to be <laughs> circumspect about um, social distancing and that, um, people seem to be having a, a living life as normal and going on. Well, it is true to say that uh, here in the UK, we're a bit of a <laughs> long distance from normal. But um, these things happen, and they happen differently across the world at different times. And um, But at the moment, the pandemic is hitting hard here. But I understand from everything I've heard this morning that the the vaccination programme is, is going ahead actually at a faster rate than cynics might have expected of a somewhat less than mm. efficient regime. <laughs> <laughs> to say 
to say the least. Um, so that's very good news indeed. Um, and uh, and I await my vaccination um, with uh, bated breath, I think is the word. I'm looking forward to it very much so. Um, now, let us wind back the clock um, because what I have here is um, apparently one of the first substantial sessions of black South African music ever recorded to disc. And um, I, I found it on an album that is um, really, really, really worth having. And it's called Dust to Digital. Oh, sorry, it's on an album called Dust to Digital, is what I'm trying to say. And um, it's called Excavated Shellac, an alternate history of the world's music. And what they've done, Dust to Digital, is they have actually picked up music that was only previously available on 78s. And, um, and they've... They've avoided all the popular musics that are normally available on on these things, which actually includes blues. Um, but they they've avoided blues, they've avoided jazz, they've avoided country. Um, and what they've done is they've got music from all over the world. I mean, about sixty different countries um, and about sixty tracks too. Um, and this is the first track on the album, but. Um, I didn't choose it just because it was the first track. I chose it. <laughs> I chose it because it has this amazing history to it. Um, and, and it's by Kaluza's Double Quartet. Well, you know, how many bands are called a double quartet? Um, and, and this is a, a protest, a piece of a South African protest music from 1930. Um, I, uh, it, the, it's actually called Abakafi. I think that's how you pronounce it, which means the security. And if I say that again, sorry. Abakafi. Yeah, that was with a click in it, wasn't it? Very clever. Yeah, I was showing off then. (laughs) (laughs) I was someone phone up and say it doesn't have a click in it, actually. Okay, but but listen, I've got the lyrics here. There are big issues that involve the security guards. They lead a life of wild drinking and looting stores. They say, beware of security guards pretending to be warrant officers. They go up and down to the mines to satisfy their debauchery. Wow, that is hard-hitting, isn't it? Too uh, right. Um However, let let let's. And, and it was just lovely hearing um, those uh, vocals, you know, very choral. Um, yeah, it, it wasn't what I expected to hear. Let's listen to it. A sudden ending after a drone. Um, so uh, that was uh, one of Rita's picks. Um, and uh, as far as I can see, that was uh, Melagim Sulking. Yeah, Melahim. Yeah, featuring yeah. Daju. Yes. And this is the coming together of two heavyweights. It's um, Algeria meets Congo. I'm obsessed with Congo, this program. I know, I know. Um, but African music is really doing the do over in France. So um, Saul King is the Algerian singer. He's a dancer, he's a rapper. Um, and he just pulls all different musical styles together. But a lot of what he does was actually honed and crafted um, in Algeria, where he was born in Algiers. He came to France and then they went back and he joined bands over there. So, you know, he, he still got that real authentic touch. And um, the featured artist is um, Daju, who um, has Congolese parents. In fact, his um, father um, was a vocalist with the, with the late great Papa Wemba, who was, you know, a uh, uh, Sukus genius a colossus um and and furthermore daju's brother is maitre gims and maitre gims well his album his last album was 11 weeks in the french charts um so just an example of how africa is breaking into the mainstream 
um, over there in France. And um, before that track, before Melahin, was something Soweto featuring Shasha, DJ Marfarisa, and Kabza de Small with Akulaleki. And um, I had to play that one because <laughs> South Africa just ran away with it in 2020 um, with Master KG's uh, Jerusalem. And uh, of course, it, it featured his sister Nom Sebel uh, singing. And Max, you saw all the different dance challenges going on all around the world. It was just like lighting the blue touch paper and setting everything off. It, it's um, it's an incredible culture. I mean, we just listened like like going from 1930 to 2020 with South African music and just feeling such a strong spirituality in the music and such strong yeah. harmonies and uh, it's just yeah. a totally brilliant musical culture. Well, I mean, it's several musical cultures I know, but which is always the way that cultures become very strong by having so many roots. There, yeah, and they're a powerhouse. And, you know, when I said it was unexpected, when I was listening to it again and then um, listening to something Soweto, like you say, you just, you, you, you could feel him taking the baton and carrying it on. <clears throat> and you just get that whole history, that oral history. It's beautiful, absolutely beautiful. So where should we go now? Well, I, I just wanted to say before we go somewhere, um, I just wanted to say this, that um, it, it's uh, it's amazing, isn't it? The, the way that the French charts and the way that the French download, record-buying, sounds-buying public... Um, actually mainstream African music. I mean, it. I guess it's been like that for a long time because certainly uh, Algerian music um, has been huge in France. Uh, you know, Sheb uh, Khaled topped the charts mm -hmm. in the 90s several times, the French charts. So um, how do we explain why that happens so much in France and so little here? Oh, when I say here, I mean in the UK, because obviously it's different in Ghana, where you are. Well, it is changing, but what I've noticed is that um, in the Francophone African countries, there's still um, uh, some kind of cultural link to the motherland, um, and that's writ large. Or all over the place. Plus the fact, I think, when um, uh, the, the, the Francophone um, artists uh, went to France, there, there was, um, was it during the 70s and 80s, you could only play, um, like, I think, the, the, there was a big percentage um, that of French music that had to be played. Now... I'm not saying that um, the the music of the, the French motherland was it that that um, uh, ooh, what's the right word? The, the, I'm not. All I'm saying is that they embraced um, their colonies and made them part of French um, the, the French music scene. Um, and I think they had to do it out of necessity. I don't think they had enough diversity, that's it, in their music. Um, and so that's why I think it's, it's slightly more embedded, the music of the colonies, than it is in the UK. But that's changing big style, isn't it? When you look at Afrobeats and, uh, and what it's doing to the charts and all the collaborations. And the, the the new textures that are are, are coming about. Yeah, I um, I think that that's a very clear uh, and lucid account of why the French charts reflect African music um, at such a high level, and they don't in the UK. 
But um, it, it's just a strange thing because, you know, there we were listening to something that was recorded that was South African and recorded in London in the 1930s. And then there's, mm. and then there's, um, there's, there's lots of uh, Caribbean music that was... And, and actually, Fela Kuti's first uh, recordings were all made in London. Um, and, yeah. and yet um, it, it was sort of somehow... I don't know, somehow low level? Well, because it wasn't played on the radio. And in France, they, it was. Well, very, very rarely played on the radio, you know, so that... Um, yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean... It, and, and so John Fields and that, you know, they did. he did so much to popularise and to um, open people's ears to music from around the world. Uh including Africa. But, and, and so what, when you think of what he did and what he unleashed and how he turned on um, uh, DJs as well to, and um, got them um, uh, playing music, you know, outside the, the, the playlists that were um, de rigueur, you had to, um, this was the playlist and, and, and you had to play it. So that man did an awful lot yeah, yeah. Well, and obviously people like Charlie Gillett and, uh, well, Rita Ray, people like that. Um, <laughs> oh, oh it's Max Reinhardt. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, no, but that's what I've been saying, that John Peel he, uh, kind of showed the way, didn't he? Uh, oh, yes, in, in, in many ways. Um, and... In many ways. And, and when you think of all the different people in clubs, your John Armstrongs and your Sue Stewards, you know, how they really forged the way with Latin music and, and you know, quite a lot of African music. There, there are an awful lot of people that we owe um, this kind of rich um, scene to. I mean, but I... most... Yeah. Mostly it came from from the streets. It came from the estates, you know. With, I, I think... Into, I, yeah, I kind of think that that's part of the point, that the way it works in the UK now and probably in the last 20 or 30 years in particular, that, um, you know, the the communities uh, who, who have a, a heritage of, of traditions from Africa, from the Caribbean, um, they're, they're actually part of mainstream UK popular music so that when you listen to something that's at the top of the charts, you're hearing inf all those influences, you know, from dub yeah. through... The, the way that, you know, um, a lot of British Asian music changed the sound of popular music in the 90s. Yeah. So um, yeah. I, I, I guess it's just different. And in some ways, it's more integrated than it is in France. And in other ways, it isn't. Um, anyway, let us move on now to... Um, Really a, a record that's a bit of a revelation. So um, this is uh, a guy who is uh, born in Iraq, uh, learned to play the oud in Iraq, but then spent many decades uh, avoiding persecution, trying to earn a living, and he didn't really turn his attention 100% back to his music uh, until the last five years, really, when he's been in Cairo in the company of um, really the stars of uh, of new um, of, of of a new Cairo scene that's that's built up yes over the last five years um, and uh, you'll find um, all kinds of interesting people on this record but it the star of the record is Natik Awayes and. Um, the record's called Mambarani. It's out now as a download. It's out on vinyl um, on Sublime Frequencies uh, at the end of March. But we're going to play a track now which translates uh, as Barren Cities. Um, but uh, in badly pronounced Arabic, it's Madonan Egaf.
That album is so brilliantly recorded, it feels like you're in the room with the musicians. So that's um, from the album Man Barani by Natika Wires. Uh, and it's produced, it should be, and arranged by Maurice Luca, um, who is known to us because he's part of so many other bands. Um, percussion arrangements by Khaled Yassin. He's got four percussionists on that. And, um, and it, it was recorded in Cairo in... The Dream Studio, yeah, they're having such a good time that they call it uh, the Dream Studio and it features Tama Abu Ghazale and Mariam Saleh. Um, if you follow Egyptian music and Middle Eastern radical tunes, you will know these names. Um, but I also wanted to point out that um, Natik is not only an exceptional musician he's also an exceptional lyricist so i just have to recite some of the lyrics from this album um the land of the exiles laid out her body and spoke to me she gave me courage to leave i did not possess i lost my fear of her dark paths and i'm still circling all around chasing the dream for i must leave once more i have not left things that will lead them to me and will act as though the wounds were not deep this city is no longer bearable. So, Natik Oyez. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and uh, so, what I, I like, um, uh, you could feel the journey. He says, Iraq is the source and Yemen the soul. As for Cairo, it has offered me snippets of time in a small abode, a handful of its most beautiful musicians and a lot of love. And so... And Barani came to be, and you can, you know, it, it does feel very Egyptian. Um, that track, um, lovely. Yeah, for sure. And if you want to hear more of, of that record and more about uh, what Natik's all about, I've got a long interview with him on the Late Lunch Show from last Friday, which is online. So that's Max Reinhardt's Late Lunch Show. At Soho Radio, uh, you can tune in to Natika Wires. But now, back to the Mualimu Express, which is where we are right now. What have we got up and coming right now, Rita? Oh, look at Congo. <laughs> All right, this is Le Maman du Congo and Robin, spelt with two R's. And um, this is uh, Grace Samba, who's very well known uh, as a singer and percussionist, but she's a real cultural activist and she wanted to revitalize Congolese uh, lullabies. And so she got these um, uh, women together, so the Mamon, the mothers of the Congo, and they play forks and plates and baskets and, you know, the pestle that you pound with and um, all, all kinds of uh, found material to um, accompany them and it, it's a beautiful coming together that whole DIY let's get back to basics but then what they did is is team up with this um, Robin who's uh, an electronica producer and he's worked with people like Spoke Matembo from South Africa who we love uh, an electronica musician and what I like about his contribution is that it's just really thoughtful, really subtle, and he kind of cradles the music of the women. And, and the whole is just really, really enticing. Um, and after we listen to um, Nicola by Le Maman du Congo, we're going to listen to, yes, another Congolese band. Um, they're called Fulumiziki Kinshasa, um, and they they also have a real DIY approach. They're playing chains, and as you hear the rhythms, it, it's the chain that's like really underscoring everything. And they've made um, guitars out of uh, all kinds of found materials, in that and ecology is at the center and of everything that they do, conser um, con conservation, because, you know, Africa is just full of plastics and, and the, um, the the tips are just, oh, it, it's just all too much. So it's just great to see these people utilising all the junk 
to produce amazing dance music. But first, let's hear Nicola by Les Mamans du Congo and Robin. from the furthest fringes of uh, Congolese music. Tikanga by Fulu Miziki Kinshasa, Music Warriors. Do you want to decant that for us and explain what I've just said, Rita? Well, I thought um, I'd already done that before we played the track, but um, it is like Afrofuturism and... Um, Afroecology coming um, head on. It, it, it's very, very DIY. They, you want to see their costumes? Absolutely amazing costumes um, uh, that 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 they um, have, and with the masks and and everything. Um, but they came out of uh, the Nyege Nyege Festival, um, which is in Uganda, uh, once a year. Very. Uh, well, it's been going for a, a few years now, but now it's it kind of kind of punching above its own weight, and um, they're um, hosting all kinds of African musicians to come and um, unfurl and uh, make the music like they want to make. So I think they even facilitated um, uh, Fulumiziki Kinshasa to go to uh, you. Uganda for six months, you know, to uh, to make the record, but it's very much coming out of the Kinshasa ghettos. Um, they, they they sing about what's going on there. They sing about the the, the, the sort of lack of foresight on uh, behalf of their fellow citizens when it comes to conservation and um, uh, how we're treating uh, Mother Earth. And they, they, they've just got this mad, punky um, aside to them. And I'm trying to remember the um, the woman's voice, which is absolutely outstanding, <laughs> so strong. Yeah. Um, well, yes, two, two beautiful records. Like Actually, um, from two beautiful labels, because Niege Niege um, are a game-changing outfit out there in Uganda. And... Um, not only have they uh, done uh, created an amazing festival, but they've they've created uh, recording studios. They invite people, as Rita just said, in from all over Africa, and they're very interested in really, really pushing the envelope, being as inventive and exploratory as you can imagine. And before that, the the Les Mamans du Congo that's on jarring effects and. I know that since we've been playing tunes back in the 90s, I think was when I first bumped into the Jarring Effects label. And um, it's it's always been thought-provoking and ear-provoking music. Yeah. I mean, we used to um, play quite a few um, artists on the Jarring Effects uh, label back in the um, early 90s. Um, and they, they, they always had the, that big-eared approach, that fella big-eared approach. But most of the stuff we played had more of a, a North African uh, meets electronica tinge, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think they operate out of Switzerland, at least they used to. I don't know. Yes, I think they still do. I'm, I'm not, you don't quote me on that, but I think they still do. And the woman with the amazing um, voice on uh, Fulu Miziki is uh, Lady Aisha. Ah, oh, okay. Well, big a big shout out goes to Lady Aisha. Um, okay, let's check let, out the video though, because you just won't uh, until you see it, it. It's just so strong, so powerful, and all these made up instruments and the guy playing the chain. Oh, sensational. 
Absolutely. Actually, I remember that there's a there's a there's a there's a guy who's based in London. Um, way back, do you remember the Festival of Flight, which must have been taking place about twenty years ago? But I remember that they had this uh, spoken word artist who performed everything to uh, chains, which he accompanied himself on, and it, obviously it was about slavery and the legacy of slavery and i just remember yeah. being totally blown away by it whatever happened to the festival of flight anyway never mind the festival of flight here's something really uh fascinating now omar sosa is um a giant of cuban music immaculate pianist um and he's made a series of wonderful records but he's also a musical explorer and he's kind of fascinated by the connection that different mm -hmm. traditions have and in fact he believes that they all come from one kind of great big collective musical unconscious so that if he it means that he could go anywhere in the world and start playing with a, a musician and they would instantly tune into each other. That is his belief. So um, when he went um, on a, a tour of various African countries with his trio about 10 years ago, they stopped off along the way, particularly uh, in East Africa, um, and uh, like kind of from the north right down through Uganda to the Congo. And... Um, he's come up with uh, something he's called an East African journey. Ten years later, he's putting this out, and there's a film going with it too. It's a kind of 52-minute music video which will be out on some platform somewhere sometime this spring. Um, but this is uh, Omar in Ethiopia. Um track called Tizeta features uh, an Ethiopian artist, we think, called uh, Seleshe Damesai. And, um, and he, is, he, is, he is Ethiopian and um, quite well known as well. Um, last album, I think, is called Ethiopian Music Today. Yeah. So thank you very much for that, Rita. You see, there, there was the runner coming in and she gave you all that information, didn't she? I know. I, I love that, our runner. <laughs> OK, here's Omar Sosa. Unarguable, Black Lives Matter, um, that's by Suma Joshi, uh, who is the bass player on it, um, and it featured the voice of Dele Sosimi. And there's Fellow's Afrobeat kind of being put to good effect right now here in the 21st century. Um, it's by Eparapo, which is a sort of new iteration of, it includes Dele Sosimi, but it's Suman's band. You haven't heard that before, have you, Rita? So what are your thoughts? No, I hadn't heard it before. I, I thought it was really nicely put together. Um, and I could hear, of, obviously, I could hear the Afrobeat, um, but th the delivery of the vocal was very much Ikwanga um, that we used to love. In fact, Dele introduced us to Ikwanga. He's a Nigerian based in Canada. Um, and his was the bombs, the bombs. He's one of these social comment commentators. Um, yeah, so I quite like that circularity. Yeah, yeah, I, good I, track. I, I can't understand why that track is not a hit right across the downloads, whatever. However, people buy their music. Why isn't that being pumped out of every system there is? Well, well you know, that's what I was saying about Pierre Quenders. Why, why? Why does he only have like a very few hits um, or views on YouTube when the guy is definitely a genius and he's still doing the do in 2020? 20, 
I'm hoping that he breaks through in 2021. But um, and and who knows? This um, might be a sleeper. This Black Lives Matter track. Well. Let's hope so. Let's hope so. They certainly deserve some good fortune. Because actually the track before that was Fortune by Kamara Jr. And yes. the Voodoo Sniffers. Mm. Yeah, well, Max, you know, there there was um, uh, quite a, a little story about that. Um, uh, because this guy's been going for 25 years. He's based in Brussels. And... Um, kind of struggling, no one taking any notice. And he made this album, which is called Salon, which is the um, uh, African way of saying Sierra Leone, Salon, well, I suppose it's slang. And um, it suddenly hit, you know, he's been getting great reviews, he's been getting plays. So who knows, that might happen for um, Black Lives Matter by Nicarapo too. It, may, yeah. it might well do. Anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm what a filthy, dirty blues guitar player he was. Anyway, excellent. By Kamara. Not was. He's just still doing it. No, yeah. So I just oh, meant on that. Yeah, or yeah. Or right. I wasn't saying that he only exists in the past <laughs> tense. But we've just played that track. That's what I meant. And, <laughs> and the song "Fortune" is about a day in the life of a farmer whose wife's left him. So, you know, he carries on working the farm in hopes that she'll come back to him one day. Um, so while he works and waits, he takes comfort from playing his guitar and drinking fine, mellow whiskey. <laughs> I wish I could do the same. Um, so uh, now you would like uh, us to play a track, I believe, called Mwamweya. Um, is that possibly how you say it? Yes, it is. It, oh. um, well, I'm saying that because I'm not quite sure, although <laughs> it is Ghanaian, but I'm not um, an Akan. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so um, I think the way you've uh, pronounced it isn't won't send us to prison. But it's by um, a young producer called Jules, and I, I, I remember playing... Um, alongside him, we, we played the Asabakun Festival all about 10 years ago. And he said, oh, can I borrow your, your records? You know, I want to see which ones you know, I can get samples of. And um, so I, I duly lent him um, the records. He brought, brought them back the next day. In fact, they were CDs and said, oh, I didn't get anything off of them. But when you listen to this track, See if you can hear, you know, the, the sort of uh, drummy uh, rhythm. See if it doesn't remind you of CK Man's funky highlight. Have a listen. <laughs> Jules and Twitch for Eva and Kwamina MP. It's forever and Kwamina MP. <laughs> <laughs> okay. See, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> Do I? <laughs> That's a very good question. But you know what? Jules has been away um, for a while. He was uh, producing some really good uh, stuff and some lovely collaborations. And then he kind of just disappeared. So this is him just um, coming back. Um, and he's pulled it all together from the track. I thought the production was really, really nice. And I love the, um, hearing the, the, the Caribbean influences in there. Um, and I'm just hoping that he takes off to the next level because he was doing well, but you could see he wasn't at where he wanted to be. So he's really pulled out all the stops. And um, he, if... People um, have heard of um, Joe, Joey Baby, the, um, the visualizer, who does these great animated uh, uh, videos, uh, cartoon videos. He, he's pulled him in, and he, they're always just quietly entertaining and that. So check out Jules. I think he's come back with a, with a bang. 
Well, talking of coming back with a bang, we'll be back with a bang on uh, Valentine's Day. That's Sunday, the 14th of February. That's the next Mualimu Express radio show. Um, but meantime, we have to say farewell because we're coming up to the end of the show, which is at four o'clock. Um, so, Rita. I know that you're not going to manage to make your, one of your mother's big cocks crow, but um, just say goodbye from Ghana to us. So goodbye until next time. And what we Ghana say is afi, afi yo, afi. And then the response is afi yani baninawa. So it's, that's our, our New Year's greeting, which is the year, the year. Let the year go and come back to find us all hale and hearty. Okay, so, fair enough. So um, we won't wait that long. We won't <laughs> wait that long. We'll just wait until the 14th, right? Absolutely. So until then. Yeah, and uh, and we're going to go out with this track by uh, Niamak, Niamaki. Well, the track is called Niamak, Niamaki oh, by Bastion. <laughs> But no cigar. Don't. Definitely not a cigar. There we are. Well, you know, it just shows you you should always wear your glasses if you're driving and you need them. Well, there you go. I've got mine off. (laughs) Okay. Great talking to you. Um, We shall meet again. Um, Yeah. And uh, true believers of the Mwalimu Express, keep listening. There's a Mwalimu Express website which is mwalimuxpress.com there's a facebook page there's twitter um and i think there's sometimes an email circular isn't there rita yes there is sometimes when you know i pull it together but i will we're going to send out the link aren't we so people can have a listen oh that's true and yeah so look out for the online link tell your friends um, thanks very much, Soho Radio, for um, putting this show out there for us. Thanks very much, Giles. Yeah, yeah. And thanks so much, Giles, for technically producing the show and making everything possible. Okay. Thank you. So, me- Until soon. <laughs> Indeed. Here's Bastion at a louder volume. From, oh. From Senegal, New School Mbala.